Paramount Plus and the National Park Foundation present A Mountain of Zen. This Earth Week, you can live stream seven national parks for seven days on Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus, official streaming partner of the National Park Foundation. This episode of All I Want for Christmas is This Podcast is brought to you by the TV Guide Podcast Network and Survivor Brothers, the ultimate unofficial podcast. Join TV Guide Survivor superfans Fox Van Allen and Lance Cartelli every week as they dig deep into season 39 of the hit CBS reality show Survivor. You'll get interviews with your favorite Survivor castaways, strategy deep dives, unique insights, and more. It's the perfect way to keep up with Survivor 39, Island of the Idols. So subscribe to Survivor Brothers, the ultimate unofficial podcast. Podcast from TV Guide Now, wherever you stream your podcasts. Season's greetings and welcome to TV Guide's All I Want for Christmas is This Podcast. I'm your host, Julia Lechner, and I'm decking the halls and your podcast feeds every Tuesday and Thursday this holiday season to break down the must-watch seasonal movies you need to see this year. And today I am joined by fellow host, producer, correspondent here at CBSI for Entertainment Tonight, Katie Krause, and we are talking about Lifetime's new holiday original, Merry Little Christmas. Welcome to the show, Katie. Thanks for having me. I'm glad that someone shares my enthusiasm and my love for holiday films. And for Kelly Rowland. And for Kelly Rowland. <laughs> I know. I, I grew up on Destiny's Child. That was the soundtrack of my youth, so I was very excited to see her make the jump to TV mm-hmm. this year. And especially knowing that the instances in this movie are based on actual things that have happened to her almost make me love her even more because she's so hashtag relatable. But I'm with you on the Destiny's Child. (laughs) Well, just for for fans who maybe didn't see the movie or need a refresher, because there's a lot of Christmas movies out there, Merry Little Christmas is a lifetime film. And inspired by her own recent Christmas catastrophe, Kelly Rowland plays Jackie, a successful, super-together, single tech entrepreneur whose messy family descends on her gleaming new dream home for the holidays. Christmas traditions collide, family drama ensues, and she struggles to keep her house together in time for a glossy video shoot of The Perfect Christmas. And on top of that, the possibility of romance with a new neighbor has Jackie questioning all her dating rules. So even though this isn't the Christmas she envisioned, it might be the most magical one yet. (laughs) What an intro. (laughs) I know. That was amazing. Yeah, this movie gave me um, Christmas vacation vibes a little bit. Sure, I totally get that. I think we can all relate to getting together with family around the holidays and maybe not everything going exactly how you want it to go. And I feel like that's what they portrayed here. And that's why I felt connected to it. I love a sappy, cheerful, catastrophic movie. And that's exactly what this this was for me. Yeah. Whenever I hear family drama ensues, I know I'm in for a good time. Yep. Uh, this film's another example of why I'm in my 30s and have yet to host a holiday. Um, <laughs> Same here. Because <laughs> it's very scary based on how all these movies portray it. Yep. Um, so we kick things off. As I mentioned, Kelly Rowland, she's Jackie. She's a tech entrepreneur. They establish things up top. Her wardrobe is amazing. Throughout the entire movie, actually, I was like, where's that jacket from? Where are those high-waisted jeans from? Can I look like you and have as an 
amazing aesthetic as you do. Yeah, I talk a lot about living vicariously through the wardrobes in these movies, which yeah. typically, because they're snowy, are like someone owning eight different Christmas coats. Always red. Um, in every color. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just looking fabulous. <laughs> this one is set in Silicon Valley is where she hosts um, her Christmas. So instead of winter wardrobe, we just see like that perfect professional capsule wardrobe mm. that I still aspire to have and am nowhere close to achieving. Yeah, same. <laughs> I mean, I'm wearing a flannel shirt right now, so. Yeah, she has slacks and blouses in every color perfectly tailored to her. She's nailing it. It's funny that you bring that up, though, because her <laughs> sister, her younger sister, in the movie doesn't quite love her fashion and they actually go through her closet at one point because she needs to borrow clothes and she says she ixnays some of the the tops in there. Yeah, I can't imagine what would happen if her stylist sister came to my home because Kelly's wearing (laughs) nice things. I know! It fits her properly. She looks put together, age appropriate and professional. Yeah. The dream. Um, But she's still criticized in this movie, which we'll get into. She's criticized a lot in this movie. Poor thing. Um, We also establish her house her dream home's amazing i mean it's so high tech i can't even handle it yeah she it was built from the ground up this was a house that she designed and wanted they do mention she's in the stem field and she is very good at her job so she clearly like has money and and just living in silicon valley alone we know like she's got money you have to have (laughs) money to especially in that nice neighborhood where she's at yeah yeah so it's, it's a smart home they establish. Yes. Instead of Alexa, she has Benson, who's like the smart home device that she talks to and orders things, which leads to hijinks with some of the family members. Yeah. Um, so everything in the house is automated and super cool. And she decorates for the holidays, um, like classy, but kind of, you know, of this time period, like white wreaths and trees. And mm-hmm. it's very updated. It's not traditional Christmas, but exactly. it's still like magazine worthy Christmas. Yeah, like this goes in vogue. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> this could be Kelly's house, maybe. Like it seems like Kelly Rowling could live in this house. I totally agree with you. And I. I actually sat down with her to talk about this movie, and she mentioned how... Give us the dish. (laughs) She just said how alike she is to this character. I mean, Jackie Little is essentially Kelly Rowland. They're both sort of OCD, her words, not mine. (laughs) Um, She made a joke about, you know, the white couch getting messy at one point, and that that really did happen at her house. Um, So I think this really is truthful. Yeah, it's a big, beautiful home, and she plays a character who is like an entrepreneur who's rocking it and doing well for herself, which is very close to Kelly Rowland. Yep. That's always the thing with holiday movies, too, though, is that our heroine is always very almost successful, and then things go awry, and it's about how they navigate and get back to picking up the pieces and fixing fixing whatever goes wrong. It's true. So this one establishes early in, like, you already want to live this person's life. Like, it is an escapist. This is the dream. This is the goal. Yeah. (laughs) Um, You can tell, as you mentioned, she's kind of, and I think her character says at one point, I'm kind of type A, so she likes everything just so. Um, Pristine and clean. Yes, which sets it up. Anytime an entire house is white inside, like, you're asking for trouble. (laughs) Especially when you have a dog that shows up and you have kids running around and doing gymnastics, which we saw. I don't even wear white clothing. As you can see today, the listeners can't. I'm dressed in black, (laughs) um, which is usually the case because white... Somehow that's the one day you get marinara on yourself, even if you're not eating spaghetti. Or you spill like red wine (laughs) down your shirt or like something happens. That actually happened to me last week. So yeah, Yeah. it's it's a (laughs) real risk that you take. So she has like an all white house inside. It's beautiful. Um, 
I'm still a little confused. I know that she is like high up in her company and she works in tech. I don't entirely understand the ins and outs of her job. They never really explained exactly. Just she has a beautiful office. Yes. Um, a seemingly nice co-worker, assistant. It was kind of unclear. Oh, yeah. I got a comment written down for her assistant. <laughs> her friend slash co-worker um, early in mentions like everything's going so well for you professionally the reason I'm confused about her job is they're going to come shoot a, another company or an investor of another company wants to come to her home at Christmas to video her perfect family Christmas to use it in some sort of new campaign. And I just don't entirely understand the details of what that's about. Yes. Well, they never quite fully explain what exactly the other yeah. company is does and why they need a video of her yeah. to become this person because as far as i'm aware she's like a developer or she made an app or she did something like that so she must also be the face of whatever it is right presumably um and her coworker comes in her office and says this is a really big deal this is awesome everything's coming together quote well almost everything and then she gives kelly a look and then, I'm sorry, I'm going to keep calling her Kelly. Her character's Jackie. Um, but it's Kelly Rowland, you guys. Uh, her coworker gives her a look, well, almost everything. And then Kelly is like, I'm going to get back out there and start dating again. So it's like within five minutes, we've learned. She's single. She's single, and apparently it's an issue. Which, that's another <laughs> big statement in these holiday movies, whether it be Lifetime or Hallmark, is that this woman who has the dream career doesn't have a man and so much of the movie becomes about finding this man yeah and yeah we're gonna get into <laughs> it a little because i have a i do have opinions on it i don't feel this was a movie where uh, a love interest needed to be introduced at all also how often um, does like a super hot single amazingly nice neighbor just happen to be there walk in like truly walks in her house yeah. uninvited <laughs> Un I just <laughs> which <laughs> that doesn't happen you guys yeah so I I don't I don't feel that he was needed but we'll get into it. I have nothing against him I just feel like we had enough to work with here yeah a type a person as a messy family show up hijinks ensue that's a movie right there yes we don't even need did, some people just have a rich single aunt who has a cool mansion mm -hmm. maybe she dates maybe she doesn't and that's fine I have, um, I have things to say about that too, but I'll hold <laughs> until we get there. Yeah, so we so we learn she has to have her family over for some sort of promotional video to help with her job. So she invites her family. We see some phone calls happening. Her family's already wondering, is this the right move? Um, which I'm already surprised by. She has this dream home built. I would be like, sign me up. I want to go to the rich family members party right. mansion for Christmas. <laughs> And of course. It, it's a whole conversation and ordeal between the sisters. Like, do I have to go? The younger sister doesn't seem very enthused or excited by it. Yeah. yeah. She has two sisters. She's got a niece and a nephew, another baby niece or nephew. I don't know. I think niece. Remember. Niece, <laughs> a baby. Um, the, her parents, a.k.a. the grandparents, are coming. So a decent-sized family is showing up. Mm -hmm. They're hesitant if it should be at her house. Um, but then they roll up i i loved from the intro her middle sister clearly seemed to be like the peacemaker yes um but the youngest sister the stylist sister was my mvp of the movie kiara a little bit of a scene stealer <laughs> right yeah like her one-liners and she was just kind of 
goofy and sassy and edgy in a way. And yeah, she had a lot to work with because they clearly said, like, you are the extra sister. Like, you dress to the nines, you have strong opinions, you kind of roast people a little bit, but yeah. like in a fun, joking way. Like, she had a lot, she had like a fun trope. The most to, to work, work with, with for yes. sure. So I liked her from the get go. Her intro is her on a stairmaster, barely trying while eating, eating, I think, a candy bar. It not- was totally chocolate. <laughs> yeah. It was not like a meal replacement bar. It was a candy bar. Her hair was perfect. Huge earrings, cute outfit, not sweating. Yeah, that was my first thought, yeah. too. I was so like, I was like, I'm going to like this character. <laughs> can, can I look like that when I work out? Yeah. <laughs> Hair down and earrings is already more than I can Same, handle. same. Um, Your neck gets sweaty. Yeah, so she shows up to the house. They've lost her luggage. Um, this is a little niche. So I don't know if you're familiar with this, Katie, but Kiara mentions her luggage was lost and delivery of it might be affected by Winter Storm Megan. For our listeners out there, Winter Storm Megan has been wreaking havoc across Lifetime movies this season. Yes. <laughs> Which is it's, a fun Easter egg, right? To sort of I love it. sew in there. <laughs> so in this movie, it's not a huge plot point. It doesn't keep people from getting to a tree lighting or something. But Winter Storm Megan does get name dropped. And it's continuing to ruin people's Christmases across the country. In this one, it's just affecting when her luggage will be delivered. Um, womp womp. I love that they did that this season, though, and I hope there are commonalities every year in yeah. these Lifetime movies. I thought that was very fun. <laughs> I totally agree. It's a fun connection. Um, so they walk in. Her family's starting to show up. Um, Kelly's house, again, decked out, white Christmas tree, etc. Her parents have packed pretty much everything they own, Decorations included. Decorations. Uh, Gift wrap, it looked like. Yeah. Yeah. Just everything. Like, they're assuming there's no way her house will be suitable to host Christmas. Yeah. So we're going to redo everything that she's planned. Thanks for the confidence. Um, and people kind of launch in pretty soon to insulting everything about Kelly Rowland's beautiful dream home. The Roboc vacuum is confusing. The fact that she orders groceries is absurd. Yep. Um, they do not like the white Christmas tree, which even though it's a choice, like it looks pristine and beautiful. It's just, you know, it's but, a little more modern. And the fact that they <laughs> literally go and replace it when she has all these plans to bake cookies, they're like, no, we're actually doing this instead. Like, that would hurt my feelings a little bit. Yeah. I know they're leaning into, like, holidays don't go as expected when family's here, which I think a lot of people can identify with. But I honestly feel bad for Kelly's character early in this movie. Like, I feel like people are really, she's gone out of her way to host, and they're kind of being- It's not good enough. Yeah, they're roasting everything that she's planned for the weekend. Um, And then this is when we meet Tyler- the handsome single dad neighbor who also has a huge house right across the street. Um, I love his intro. He rings the doorbell, walks into her home uninvited, puts down a package. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) Um, And then introduces himself as her neighbor. (laughs) Also, I think it's very convenient that we know he is a single dad, but the kids are, I guess, with their mother and are just never around. So how perfect that he is attractive, lives across the street, walks right in and doesn't even have his own kids to really worry about so he's alone it's he's focused on meeting kelly in this movie yep yeah so we introduce him early in. he doesn't have a lot early in other than she's got a neighbor he's attractive she's a little sassy to him at first yeah 
which these movies love to do, the meet cute where they either don't know who the person is and they mistakenly are mean to them or just some sort of misunderstanding. Mm -hmm. Always. So in the end, they will have to ultimately get along. So we meet him early into it. Um, And then we get right into the family making a mess of her house, Mm -hmm. um, which we'll get right back to. We're going to take one quick break. We'll be right back after this. CBS Sunday, after The Equalizer. You collect rewards, right? This is how I make my living. It's the season finale. Everyone's looking for something. Of Tracker. You strong swimmer? So-so. So-so. So-so's okay. Justin Hartley stars. I survive. You make quick, smart decisions. You never let panic take the wheel. Sounds cool. It is cool, actually. Very cool. Tracker, CBS season finale Sunday after The Equalizer on CBS and streaming on Paramount+. Plus. And we are back. You're listening to TV Guides. All I want for Christmas is this podcast. We are talking Lifetime's Merry Little Christmas. Um, And as I mentioned, people have already criticized Kelly's house. Now they're going to start actively trashing Kelly's house. Oh, I mean, the mom goes and makes, I don't know if you caught this, but I was so annoyed, (laughs) makes breakfast using all the groceries that she had bought for their Christmas dinner and then just left the trash All over the kitchen. Mom, you know better. Like, right? (laughs) And then the dog, who they never even got clearance from to bring, is going through the house. Is that paint or mud on his paws? I think it's mud. Okay. But but there's paint later in the movie. There's paint later. There's a mud scene. The dog gets mud in the house, and he gets paint in the house. Wow, this dog is causing trouble. Yeah, so we early in are getting some mistakes. Um, This is a niche criticism, and, you know, maybe I'm too harsh on children, but I'm just going to say it. Her niece and nephew, Royce and Ava, are just spilling drinks left and right. Mm -hmm. These and these kids are too old to be doing that. <laughs> that like ten. And, and also, so you mentioned earlier, we talked about the smart home, and we have this robot that's just like Alexa. And the kids go without any permission and order what I think to be thousands of dollars, yes, of gifts for themselves without asking their parents. A BMX bike, a drone. They go to town. A princess dress. Yeah. So they go on a shopping spree. They're spilling cups. Um, Mistakes (laughs) happen. But again, I think they're a little too old to get away with it, at least without having to understand, like, to apologize and to account for their That was my biggest. They're not toddlers. Yes. (laughs) And honestly, that was my biggest issue with the kids. I mean, I think the kids are adorable, but when all the gifts actually did arrive, why the parents weren't like, you need to apologize. Like, did we send those gifts back? Did they end up wrapping them and putting them under the tree? It I was be- unclear. I believe, I think we got the answer. It was not audibly okay, said, okay. but they gave the gifts to charity on Christmas Day. Oh. Wherever they went, where they were like serving food. Again, I don't even know if what that was, if it was a soup kitchen or a community center, what have you. Yeah. But you see them serving food, and I think they gave the gifts away at the end. That's a nice thing to but do. But the children were never told, like, hey, yeah, don't, I don't order drones unsupervised. <laughs> right. You need permission from mom and dad and also money. You need to learn the value of money. I love precocious kids in these movies, but the kids did great on my nerves a little bit because they were making messes. <laughs> and the little girl at one point says to Kelly Rowland, where is your family? You know, your real family, mm-hmm. your husband and your children and just like roasts her aunt. <laughs> Which do you think that's just like a common norm that kids think exist in the world like that you have to have a family I guess it depends I mean I would think I would think there could have been a conversation at one point where maybe she asks her mom and dad like we're going to Aunt Jackie's house yeah 
why doesn't she have a fam like a husband and kids at her house too? And they would say like not every family or is like ours, has this. Yeah. right? Family unit. So I guess I guess it depends. I mean, kids roast people because yeah, because <laughs> goodness knows I've had kids make comments like kids are honest. Yeah. Um, but that little girl roasts her aunt to her face. <laughs> yep. And I do Early think Kelly handled it pretty nicely. She didn't like take it too personally. She kind of made a joke about it and she started looking for an actual fake husband like in her cabinets, which I thought was endearing. Yes. This is a very niche story, which I question if I should tell it, but I'll go for it. Um, I was once, someone once asked me if I was pregnant and I was not. And they were like, did you just have a baby? Are you, were you pregnant? And I said, no. And then they doubled down and said like, no, you just had a kid, right? What? And I pulled a Kelly Rowland. And I then was like, oh my gosh, you're right. I forgot. I must have had a kid and forgotten. But And I leaned into it, which sure. is an insane way to react. But I just thought like, well, gosh, if they're going to double down, I'm going to, I'm going to lean into this and pretend like it's true. That's you taking the high road. And I thought that was yeah. Kelly taking the high road <laughs> as well and not even giving that. Um, any sort of effect on, yeah. on you. That's crazy. Just to me, let them know. People. Yeah, take a comedic way out of the situation, which I did like with her character because her character was like type A at times and a little uptight at times. So I there were some moments of comedy with her yeah. that I liked and would have loved to even see more of. Sure. Um, so they're, they're messing with her house. They replace her Christmas tree. Royce spills so many things in this movie. I lost track. <laughs> I mean, it was... Even at the very end, there was like the orange juice. Yeah. And it's like, we've already spilled 10 other things. And now we're just going to really maybe hammer it in that you have not great hands. Or like, yeah, maybe we're back to sippy cups for a bit or mm-hmm. supervised beverage drinking. I don't know. Yep. Only give him clear liquids. He should be drinking water and not juices. And not juice. <laughs> you would think. Yeah, you have to earn the fruit juice yeah you know you have to be <laughs> careful and steady um and things come to a head when it's finally time for this camera crew to come to her house for whatever it is they're filming um and they show up in the middle of her the messiest scene in the movie things are all over the place she's yelling at her family and i'm still i just don't understand what the camera crew wants because they kind of act like paparazzi-ish where they're like this is good or it's like the bachelor yeah where it's like (laughs) shoot it shoot everything get everything oh yeah Yeah. guys this is great and they want to capture her being a mess but i thought like well isn't it supposed to be a promotional video wouldn't they just be understanding and come back or let her clean up (laughs) also did she not know the time that they were showing up like we knew the day but all of a sudden it was like they just came right in they didn't have a lighting kit usually in this situation (laughs) you need like a light i don't know where they were capturing audio from like that was unclear this has come up in (laughs) some other movies this season (laughs) some of you might remember our right before christmas episode when they're doing an interview with just random karaoke microphones attached to nothing. I mean, I think they just assume, like, the audience doesn't know better or they'll fill in their imagination. Okay. <laughs> well, for people who work in, in media and entertainment, we do know better. And you have to light the scene and you have to mic your There people. needs to be a source for the audio. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it seems like people with cameras in movies or the media in general is portraying as these, like, vultures that like, come in, get the, get the footage no one wants to see, even though, again, I think it's just, like... An online campaign that's supposed to be flattering. And to show that she (laughs) has a nice family and that she can throw a great holiday 
party with her family. Yeah. Yeah. So they come in and they capture the mess, which culminates when she decides, like, everything's going wrong. Let's make the turkey because that will look good on camera. And they decide to make a turkey by doing the thing where you put it in a vat of oil, Mm. like deep fried. That's what it is, right? Mistake number one. Yeah. (laughs) Um, my husband and I have a bad habit of watching internet fail videos on YouTube oh, together. No. That's like a shared hobby of ours. Yeah. And I know people must deep fry turkeys successfully, but I've never seen a video where it doesn't fail. Same. <laughs> and also it's still unclear what exactly went wrong to cause that flame up, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> I would Because they filled the right amount of oil. They were like halfway through and maybe it was a little more than halfway through. Yeah. But it I seems don't... like the pourer is distracted. The sister's slightly distracted. Yeah. yeah. Um, it causes a huge fire. grease fire um, that they have to throw a blanket on and Kelly is upset and messy. She loses. It we can say it. Mind. She loses her mind. She starts yelling at the family. All of this is caught on video. She never really even apologizes to the camera crew or says anything about it. I think they just sort of They walk out and they're like, that was crazy. That was really good. Yep. (laughs) Because, again, they, like, want to capture that dirt. Yep. (laughs) Um, And then Kelly um, has some things she wants to say to her family. And we'll get right back into it after this quick break. Let's go! It's the most all-star studded challenge ever. And this time, it's every competitor for themselves. Best challenge ever! The Challenge All-Stars. New season now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Go to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Terms apply. And we are back. We're talking Lifetime's Merry Little Christmas. So after the insanity, first of all, this is an hour and 15 minutes into the movie, so I know we have 45 minutes left. I thought we'd get the big peak disaster scene like way later Later. in the movie um so i was partially wondering what's gonna happen after this um kelly snaps she goes upstairs she writes a group text to her family essentially like you're all a disappointment and you've ruined christmas christmas is canceled yeah christmas is canceled yeah the meanest group text but Honestly, like, I think kind of deserved. Her family was really being the worst. (laughs) Well, and they knew what a big deal this was for her, and they couldn't hold it together for even, like, an hour. I mean, her younger sister and her brother-in-law are literally hiding drinking Baileys upstairs for half of this. (laughs) That's how little they care. Yeah, while kids spill drinks and a dog's covered in paint running through the White House. Yeah. Um, So she writes a, a group text telling them Christmas is over. They're out in the driveway, the family, and they say, what should we do? Maybe we should take a walk, to which I want to say, y'all were told to pack your bags. And go. (laughs) Goodbye. To leave (laughs) this house. But I guess they're like, we'll just wait around. She'll have to cool off, which she does. It's a family Christmas movie. Um, They send Tyler upstairs to comfort her. The neighbor she's briefly talked to twice before in the movie. (laughs) Also, I thought that was strange because this guy who barely knows her, who she was kind of sassy with at first, is now the one that's going to help her have this like pivotal moment in the movie. I feel like she is a person who could have had that moment 
on her own. I do agree with this. Again, I, I said I mentioned Tyler, so we'll go into it now. I don't think he needed to exist in this movie. It's true. He's cute. He's there. He's uh, perfect, and he lives across the street. Yeah, they show his dating profile briefly when she's like seeing what's up in the Tinder yeah. jurisdiction of her new neighborhood. Um, he just didn't need to be in this movie. And also, it's not like she doesn't have to stay single. She can do whatever she wants. Mm-hmm. I just don't think in this movie we needed any acknowledgement of her love life whatsoever. Messy family's enough. Right. I do think, though, that this is like a, this is why, I don't want to say this is why people like Lifetime and Hallmark holiday movies, but it is a big component of it, and I'm sure that that was why they decided to make that a factor. Yeah. I do like when they get coupled up at times, but I really have to feel like it's earned and this one, I don't think we needed Tyler. And though he's cute, like, he doesn't do anything super exceptional. No. You know, he doesn't write a loving message, love actually style, and note cards. He doesn't, there's no grand gesture he does. He's just kind of like around. There, mm-hmm. <laughs> there for her to like. And also, at the very end, after only hanging out, which I, listen, I you can move at your own speed. Anybody can do whatever they want. But at the end, she, goes back to her niece and says, I think I found my family or whatever, or the niece says it to her. I forget mm-hmm. exactly how that conversation goes. But I was like, wait, but you've only you've only hung out three times. Yeah. And also, like, your family's there. It's your parents and your sisters yeah. and brothers and nieces and nephews and, like, whether or not you date somebody. Yeah. That's great if you do. But, yeah, I just, it, it wasn't needed. Yeah. Um, so, but Tyler talks her down. She's standing in a sweater covered in spit up from the baby. Um, which minor detail I just want to say then they have a whole scene where she makes up and hangs out with her family and she's still wearing that sweater and like she should have been allowed to change her clothes (laughs) also because we know she's type a and we know she's OCD and that character would change 100 anyone would change but she continues to walk around like that um, in the rest of the movie and again there's like 45 minutes left after the freak out um, which as a I think Christmas vacation with Chevy Chase I feel like we get the because that's also messy family mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. I feel like we get it later in the movie, like more ramp up time, sure. quick resolution. In this, we get 45 minutes that includes a baking montage of them cooking a Christmas dinner, a montage of them feeding people in the community. Which think- was very nice, but still, I was unclear how that all came to be. Uh, yeah. And yeah. If, if it was needed all of it at parts right um and then we also kind of get a little montage like cut through of them like eating and and serving the christmas dinner at their house we see them cook it give some Mm -hmm. to people come home eat it (laughs) we did get a small gesture from tyler at this moment where he so the family because of the whole turkey fire situation tyler owns a restaurant to add to his perfect on paper resume course he owns a restaurant he can feed you for he free can feed you the dream yeah he brings <laughs> over um they had one extra turkey at the restaurant and he brought it over for the family since they did not have a turkey yes well i guess we give him points for that so that is nice he brings a full <laughs> turkey to the house they all sit down to dine together um we also get some wrap-ups of some real teeny storylines that weren't the focus i mean the focus is watching jackie freak freak out about her family but like the brother-in-law doesn't know if he wants to be a financial advisor anymore if he even has a job because he was applying for jobs and interviewing i guess yeah so he gets a job doesn't want to do finance and then they decide to take over the family business Mm -hmm. which i think is construction 
So he's also going to have to train for that new field he's entering. Right. Um, we, we also got the wrap up between uh, Jackie slash Kelly and her younger sister because they butt heads did, a lot. Yeah, did not get along <laughs> so well, which I actually liked that. Yeah. Wrap up with that. So they do see she wants to hire her sister to be her stylist and she takes some of her sister's advice. Um, so that's a nice resolution, too. Um, yeah, I think we could have had it a little tighter toward the end, a mm-hmm. little less of that, and maybe just more of the chaos, like break down some of the crazy action yes. in I, the movie. I also would have loved to see, so spoiler alert, <laughs> um, at the end we do find out that Kelly slash Jackie has gotten this job that she was filming that video for. I would have loved to see how they edited that video together because it did not look like they got much content at all or even usable content and I think it would have been a nice little oh and here's the video like they told us they went viral so show us what went viral about it what was so endearing about her I agree we're told you know she looked wild in it but it just proves she's relatable and people like that or even a kind of like the hangover movie like have the credits which I don't know that people are watching through the credits quite so much on TV, but have the credit sequence be parts from the that video viral video of the the house fire and the dog running yes. around. Like, give us more of the action. Yes, because in the scene with the turkey fire, she was especially mean when she snapped, and I don't know how anybody would have liked to have watched that. Yeah. <laughs> so I would I would have liked to have seen that action too. These are granted these are different genre somewhat than a Lifetime movie, but what I appreciate about movies like. Um, Christmas adjacent, Die Mm -hmm. Hard, or Home Alone, which is Christmas, is they, once you know that the movie is about that action part, they show you a lot of it. The Home Alone booby trap is like, the booby trapping is the meat of the movie. It's still so iconic, too. I mean, how he even did like those paint cans when he hits them. And you he remember the gap. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. And same with Christmas Vacation. You remember Chevy Chase on the ladder cursing at his family the squirrel in the tree like every the dried out turkey every iconic fail so instead of kind of brushing through and quickly going the dog is messy the turkey's on fire mm-hmm. give it let us give us time to live in yeah. the chaos <laughs> i even think the same goes for elf right i mean you see will ferrell go through obstacle after obstacle after obstacle because he really thinks he is a elf um yeah. and you see how that like really affects his dad and his family and himself and his job and his career and it's like thing after thing after thing and they really dive into that yeah I I've said before I don't like to be stressed in a holiday movie but I mean more so like I don't want to watch people fighting in like a serious way in a movie like a couple breaking up for 90 right. minutes and then making up at the end but in this one like the fun is the hijinks the fun is the family right. being insane um, so if anything I would just say I know it's based on a true story but like up the stakes up the ante make them even messier and insane and yeah. like really draw that like out. no more just spilling there was a lot of spilling of the drinks and yeah. like the dog had heighten two it. different yeah give us a, <laughs> and give us some more variety yeah from an improv comedy's perspective heighten the insanity instead of th- spilling three identical drinks yes <laughs> the we, next one chaos. yeah the next one has to be a crazier <laughs> messy fail yeah um all in all though like they make up at the end fit you you love your family they say yeah. they're going to come back next year possible sequel and then she makes out with tyler in front of her entire family as mm-hmm. they drive away to the airport happy ending happy ending <laughs> it was a cute movie i don't think i was ever bored watching it i was like this is this is why i watch holiday movies like it was a feel good it was fun 
But yeah. if we had written it, we would have made just a few <laughs> minor tweaks in there. Messy things. Plus, we do get Kelly Rowland on the soundtrack, so we hear her singing. We don't see her sing. Mm. Maybe it wasn't justified. I know it's not her line of work in the movie, but like if they could have worked in Something. some Kelly Rowland caroling, I, would, I wouldn't have been mad at it. Yeah, that <laughs> or kind of going back to what you said with the credits, maybe like a little music video at the end. Mm-hmm. Oh, that would have been a fun We still get her on the soundtrack, so I can't complain. I hear Kelly sing, but if they can work in a scene where she gets to sing, that would be great. Yeah. Christmas karaoke? I don't know. Um, So, Katie, at the end of these podcasts, um, we like to rate the movie between one and five. No pressure. Um, But, Katie, between one and five Christmas mishaps, how would you rate Lifetime's Merry Little Christmas? It's a lot of pressure. (laughs) Um, I'm going to say I give it a 3.3. What would what do you say? I love it. Um, <laughs> this movie, as I said, I've got notes. Tyler, as an entire person, is allowed to exist on this world, but maybe not in the plot of this movie. Yeah. Doesn't need to be there. Yeah. Um, would have loved more chaos. Would have loved some Kelly singing in person. Um, however, you know. I like messy Christmas movies where things don't go perfectly. Um, We see beautiful decor that I live through, and I aspire to be able to have Kelly's wardrobe. Having said all that, (laughs) five out of five Christmas mishaps from me (laughs) is what I give Merry Little Christmas on Lifetime. Wow. Yeah. You gave it a very high score. I did. (laughs) I like that, though. That's what Christmas is all about. Christmas is all about, you know what, even though I personally was, I was meaner to the kids than the people in the movie, because at no point are they ever (laughs) disciplined for yeah ruining everything yeah um but having said all that you know it's family and you forgive them i'm glad they had a nice holiday and we love kelly Rowland <laughs> as an actress love kelly Rowland and more this, kelly this was her transition to producing for tv and i'd love to see more from her they kind of set it up like there could be a sequel mm-hmm. i don't know if one's needed since there was a happy ending but maybe or maybe or a just a different, different movie. Yeah, let's do a different movie. Let's also try and get Michelle Williams in on that. Give her some songs. Beyonce. So I'd love to see Kelly back <laughs> again in the Lifetime family next Christmas as well. Me too. And Katie, we appreciate you joining us on TV Guides. All I want for Christmas is this podcast. Is there anything you'd like to plug before we go? Um, no, I was just going to say happy holidays. Thanks for having me. And I hope that everyone has a, a wonderful holiday season. Thank you for joining us. And to all of you listening, we are here Tuesdays and Thursdays in your podcast feed. We've been doing these podcasts since before Halloween when these movies started. The season started in October. So if you haven't heard our old episodes, go back, download them for your plane trips home for the holidays. We have guests like Candace Cameron Bure, Ashanti, uh, Tatiana Ali, Melissa Joan Hart, all sorts of great people. Some of Katie's uh, co-workers at ET as well. Tons of people on it. So download those and binge listen. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at All I Want Pod to see what movies we're watching. And until next time, happy holidays. From the world of Sonic the Hedgehog, a new hero arrives. I am ready. Is there anyone stronger? No. Tougher? No. Funnier? I do not make jokes. I make warriors. Knuckles. Now streaming only on Paramount+. Plus. Yes!